0: This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. A,
1: a pet swan
0: swimming. named Pooh. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now,
1: that's re- that's remarkable.
3: Get out of here. Wait, a chicken
1: has an earlobe? <laughs> the color
3: of the well, earlobe? How, how, yeah, well, how else are they going to wear earrings?
0: That's why, you know, you never saw Dick Clark and uh, Fidel Castro at the same time either. <laughs> Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Trivia Friday, right here on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed.
3: Good morning, Tim. JJ Jasper.
1: Great to be here. Fellow said, My father always said when one door closes, another door opens. He was a wonderful dad, but a lousy cabinet maker. <laughs> that's
3: good yeah. i like it all right uh, that's I a good way to start us off
1: my, my who who always said this this fellow said his his dad always, always said, said when, when one, one door, door closes opened. another door opens yeah yeah Ter- i've never heard what, that well, wonderful good. father terrible cabinet maker <laughs> hey happy birthday to our oldest daughter lauren today's her birthday she's a staff writer for the stand yeah. american family radio american family congratulations Association. Yeah, for making it this long. She's got
0: uh <laughs> She's got uh two children. Two
1: children, two boys. She made us yeah.
0: grandparents. Yeah. And her husband's almost an adult. <laughs> you know, Harrison's he uh yeah. He's, uh,
1: what do you mean almost? An adult? <laughs> I was just kidding. No. <laughs> he, he's a friend, so I. Guess, yes, that's right. I'm
0: just saying she's got three children in her home. Oh, oh uh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you, yeah, if you've got a it's husband,
1: a the moms and wives. It's they know a joke. That. It's,
0: all right, trivia Friday is on American Family Radio. So, what is uh, what's today? November the something. It's November it's 10th.
1: 10th. Tomorrow Veterans Day, so a lot of celebrations. Today, maybe Monday parades, yeah. things happening at school where the uh, veterans are honored. So thank you. Those of you that have served and currently wear the uniform, we salute you. And I know thank you isn't enough, but we do want to say thank you. All
3: right. What's uh, trivia Friday. you gonna lay some of the ground rules out here. I'm, I'm sure. I'll lay down some ground rules. I like doing that. Laying down the rules. so Laying down the law. That's what I did in my house. My kids were growing up. <laughs> they loved it. They loved it when dad laid down the, the law. Uh, Okay, here are the rules, folks. Uh, This is Trivia Friday, so we're going to have trivia questions for you. That's right, for you. Three questions each. You call in to answer one, and we ask that you ask us one. Challenge us. You know, bring it. Bring the heat. And here's the number to call if you want to get on this here show, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. The only rule we have is that you be 11 years old or older. So we don't have a top uh, limit, but we do have one on the lower end. 888-589-8840. And one of the nine questions that we will put forward is a mystery question. J.J., what does that mean?
1: It means that if you happen to land on this, now you're not going to know which one, but it is one of our original nine, if you land on the mystery question and answer it correctly, you'll hear this sound. Ah, the beloved cowbell. Beloved cowbell. That means you'll win a really nice stainless steel AFR tumbler.
0: A tumbler? They're going to win an AFR tumbler stainless steel? That's right.
3: J.J., I mean tim see if you can put that on your head here
0: we go
3: balancing, balancing it
0: you're watching on video
3: and how do they watch Blue, hello Ed. okay well they Let you can watch here. you missed that. that that was almost
1: we we wanted okay, there tim's got it. it it's balancing like there it is in the
3: encyclopedia
0: the, the, you see in africa the only thing <laughs> that could be better if water. you're on a
1: unicycle yeah. balancing
3: there that on your and head. if
1: there was scalding hot and
3: liquid in there
0: old too, doing this
1: yeah
3: all right, could folks, the way circus. you could watch Tim do that, if you're not already doing it, is you can go to either Facebook or YouTube, search for Today's Issues. Mm-hmm. That's ordinarily the name of this program. We call it Trivia Friday on Fridays. Or you can go to our own streaming platform. That is streaming.afa.net. We do have a live video stream for this program and a lot of other talk radio programs. You can watch the live video stream. Did you stream.
0: mention about two months or eight weeks or anything like that? between calls or
3: no i didn't that's that's good the, the other uh we do have another rule i forgot one of the laws uh is we that the ten commandments of trivia friday here y-
0: yes we really do we need to post them somewhere po- post them on our facebook yeah page. go ahead uh if,
1: we if, if put you put them have... on some stone tablets if we really want to keep it you know but well, we you don't
0: know. want people getting stoned though
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, that would be inappropriate
3: uh go ahead,
0: Jay-
1: Ed.
3: okay so uh if you have been on the air with us in the last two months, the last mm-hmm. eight weeks, we do ask you to wait a week so that we can allow others to get on the air. Yes, we do. There you go. That Man, that's just seems like
0: it's taking longer every week right? <laughs> well, to get all that out of the way. bunch of old uh, guys no, trying no. to
3: – I forgot one of the yeah. rules. And,
0: all right, Trivia Friday, is also known as Learning, Learning University, University. Also well, known as Learning, Learning University. University. Learning University is on the air. Hey, real quick before we go to our calls – uh last week I rushed this answer and I had some people ask me about it and that is uh what are the uh, most uh, I don't know I may have said five uh, five most popular or most common birds in your backyard. Yes. Uh, and this would a this is a national question in the USA. And uh real quick number 5 was blue jay. Okay. Number 4 was the crow. Call the really? American crow,
1: yeah. Kind of neighborhood are people living in? I know, if right? Able to look out there <laughs> in their backyard. They're growing.
0: Uh, number three would be the robin. Yes. Number two, the cardinal. I was shocked at that. That's h- that high. Yeah, wow. I know. Cardinals, uh, a cardinal, we we'll call it a northern cardinal. And the number one most common bird in Americans' backyards, not out in fields or flying over or whatever, is the uh, dove. The called the morning m o u r n i n g. Morning dove so huh. there you go
1: that's interesting
0: these are and these are birds that
3: might come to your feeder oh i see come right. to your feeder yeah all right let's go in what do we all got? right well here are my three questions we've all probably experienced first question we've all probably experienced deja vu, Déjà vu the sensation that we've already experienced something what does the word deja vu literally mean in french mm. what it's 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 fr, it's a french phrase what does it literally mean in french Second question, what is the capital of Taiwan? What is the capital of Taiwan? And a true-false question, a sloth is actually a great swimmer and can hold its breath underwater four times longer than a dolphin. Is that true or false? Oh, it's a deep dive
0: into sloth trivia right it there. It sure was. That's right.
3: I'm impressed.
1: That's right. When huh? you're moving in slow motion and they take <laughs> one stroke, well, then they're going to start sinking. And then by right. the time they think, like, oh, I need to take another stroke. Well, then they've got to be able to hold their breath. <laughs> that's, that's right. All right, Did you that's- guys see the commercial with the sloth as your partner playing Pictionary? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think one of those Geico commercials. <laughs> All right, here's what I've got: <clears throat> three questions. First question from the Old Testament Bible question: King Jehoshaphat. We know he could jump, but my question is: Was he a king over Israel or Judah? Mm-hmm.
4: King Ooh, Jehoshaphat
1: was he a king? over? Was he a king over Israel or Judah? Second question, Veterans Day, November the 11th, tomorrow, went by another name until it was changed in 1954. What did Veterans Day used to be called? And then third question, true or false, asbestos was used to simulate simulate snow in the original 1939 movie, The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz movie They used asbestos to make fake snow. Is that true or false?
3: That's why Dorothy was talking to a scarecrow.
0: And now there's legal commercials.
3: (laughs) If you worked on the (laughs) Senate
0: in the 1930s and you were affected by asbestos, call the law firm. (laughs)
5: Here's, Here's the deal. So those little boys and girls, they had that asbestos raining down on them. And then in the green room, they'd be snacking on that lead-based paint flakes.
0: <laughs> and, then uh, they, and then they moved to Camp Lejeune. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. all <laughs> right. We've all seen the
6: commercials. Yeah, yeah, the commercial. so. yeah.
0: All right, here are my three questions. Number one, uh, my first question is the uh, uh, Cajun people uh, and their descendants live in uh, south, mostly South Louisiana parts of the mississippi and alabama gulf coast and now that's the concentration but where did the where did the uh, cajun people come from originally to get to louisiana to get to Louisiana, where did that's a very interesting story i was reading about this before Uh, and we have a lot of listeners who are absolutely all right number two um I want to this is for a this is for a travel mug. This is for a stainless steel AFR travel mug because of the degree of difficulty. A okay. no, it's A special question. It's special question. It's not our it's not our mystery right. question, it's not short but it's a bus special question, but it's a it's a question that um right. Okay. So, but it's a difficult question. So, if you get it right, I'm going to give you the we're going to send the AFR you, travel You saying
3: mug. without researching it? Or Yeah. Well, or I either way.
0: I, I, yeah, I would prefer without researching it, but yeah. But, yeah, this is without researching it. Okay. You can research it and answer it, but if you can get it without researching, and then we'll send you a travel mug. Okay. Okay. Here's the question. What are the top three – I'm, I'm going to say top five. What are the top five most commonly spoken languages in the world?
1: like in your backyard or was that another question <laughs> yeah. well, that you all start, these questions blur together you start together. in your backyard <laughs> okay
0: and then you and then you move out from there okay yeah around the globe
1: to judea then, <laughs> samaria, then, then samaria samaria the, the other most parts, parts, parts of, the of the
0: world yeah okay yeah. I'm, I'm, what I'm, are yeah. the what languages i'm tracking with the you. The, the the top 5 most spoken languages in the world.
1: So you know, you're okay. trying to get us ready for when Biden completely destroys us. <laughs> yes. and we're having to speak
0: another language. <laughs> another language. language. <laughs> all right. Does everybody got the? Question? Yes, sir, I understand all
1: it. Right. And it doesn't.
3: And and your love language doesn't count. All right. You know, they're always talking about yeah, what your yes. love language is. Uh,
0: yes, yes. So, you're. Love- Thank you, yeah, Adam. I got right. I was I appreciate my papers it. here. Uh, all right. So. Commonly spoken languages in the world now doesn't mean that this is necessarily the number one spoken language. Does that mean, in terms of number of people? I'm confused. confused. All right, so you have, the, uh, man, I didn't mean to have to get into this. All right, if you have, uh, there's there's native languages spoken around the world, and you would, I obviously, the most populous place would be uh, the the place that would have that. However, there is a language and languages that are more universally spoken around the world, although they may not be the most popular, most in terms of number. Come on, Tim. Come on, man.
3: This one's supposed to be that hard. And if you get that correctly, you and a brand new car. How <laughs> All right. How do I all
0: right, let me. I'm going to come over here and, and I'm going to put this in front of you and you tell me.
1: I think read it like
3: you How about did the like first that? time. Yeah, I just. It's just right, here's the question: It's just the, the languages Forget that the are spoken by the most
1: people.
0: Forget the last two minutes. I've tried to explain that. I want the top five languages spoken by total number of speakers.
1: There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah.
3: Spoken well, by the the most. Why
1: didn't I do
0: that people? At first. Is that it?
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Is, Is that, that three? three? Is that
0: three? Or two. That's two. I think number that's two. three. Uh, what part of the brain deals with hearing and language? Part of the human brain deals with hearing
3: and language. Let's go. All right. We're going to go to Texas first. We are, and John is on the line. John, welcome to Trivia Friday.
7: Well, greetings fellow from John, who used to be from Cut and Shoot.
3: Ah, you moved. You changed towns, huh, John?
7: Yeah, I moved to Tyler, Texas. Okay. Rose City. So anyway, all right. All right. Well, hey, and, uh,
3: welcome, welcome back, John. You want to ask, answer, or do both?
7: I'd love to do both. All right, which of one course, you want? If I could. Okay, which and one you want? Sir, if I could. This is the Marine Corps birthday. You know that, right? Yes, sir. Yes, Marine Corps. Yes, they're nine hundred and seventy-two months old today.
3: Okay. Congrat- congratulations, happy birthday yep. to Hooray. all Marines out there. Your, all the your, dad and your
0: dad who passed last year was a Marine. He he certainly was. Yeah. Yeah. All so,
3: right,
1: John, yeah, ask,
3: I, I mean,
0: answer, or do
1: both?
7: Okay, I would like to do both, please.
1: Yes, sir. Which one you want to answer?
7: I want
0: to answer the Cajun one. All right, the question is, it takes me seven minutes to get my questions out, so... <laughs> I'm going to start. Thank you for
3: joining us yes. today. So, no,
0: John, here's the question <laughs> yeah. uh, Where did the Cajuns uh, originally come from?
7: I believe they came from Acadiana, which is up in Canada.
0: Yes, sir. Nova Scotia, right? Uh, French, Cana- French Canadian, basically. Nova Scotia, yes. Do you know any more about that story?
7: Yeah. Uh, I just know that. The- they actually, uh, I believe, they fled from the British for some reason.
1: Yes, you're
0: you're correct. you you got your history right. Always there, harking Don.
1: back to the song where they came well, with beans and rice and had an alligator on their knee.
6: Oh wait, that's a different song. <laughs> that's a different one. On.
0: I, I I read where their history goes back to like 1950. Uh, excuse me, 1756 to 1763. Uh, and the, they were uh, exiled, so to speak, kicked out of their home area up there in Canada, Nova Scotia, et cetera.
3: Was this because of the French, French and Indian War? French,
0: yes, yes. And uh, so they were—they wouldn't bow the knee to the king of England, and so they had to disperse. Came this, to the
1: Louisiana this, Purchase. Some of them went
0: to um, South Louisiana to settle, and that's how it all, that's how the, their, huh. they started. Yeah. And then, of course, they intermarried with other people and so forth. But still,
1: great history. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's how. That's where the uh, Cajun, uh, but uh, Arcadia Cajun. That's where that comes from.
1: Way to go, John. What's your question for us?
7: Okay, I'm. I'm a. I'm what they call a creedalist. uh The the Christian creeds, particularly the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed. Both those creeds have three paragraphs. Why is that?
1: I'm guessing for the Trinity, but yeah. that's just knee-jerk. What, what's, yeah, I'm, I'm
3: going to go guys? with J.J.
1: I, I think it's probably because of the, uh, the Trinity.
7: <clears throat> that's correct. If you read the creeds, the first paragraph always talks about God the Father. Okay, the second paragraph talks about the Son, Jesus Christ, and the third one acknowledges the holy spirit so oh that's interesting i, I love great.
1: the creed i'm yeah. familiar with the creeds but i never yeah. did see that that thread that yeah. theme john have a great weekend thank you for your service god bless you and thank you for listening to <laughs> fr
0: you know the uh we, when we go on our spiritual heritage tours we go to the iwo jima memorial which is iconic yeah, uh, and it is uh, a, a a memorial dedicated to the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
1: our family got to see that this summer for the first time, and we got to see the changing of the guards. Very you guys got to see moving, a bunch of things this summer. Very, uh, very emotional. Very moving. Very patriotic.
3: Yep.
1: All right, we go to Kansas,
3: and Michael is on the line. Michael, welcome to Trivia Friday.
0: Hey, Michael, we're doing great. How about yourself?
3: All right Michael, we it is very difficult to hear you. Your phone is doing something strange. Are you on speakerphone?
1: Can you guys hear that or is that just No, me? this is a problem with being abducted by a, an alien <laughs> spacecraft one. You guys hear me? Uh that's better. Well, not a lot better.
0: Put your head inside the truck. You what? <laughs> There you go. I was going to tell you, pull your head inside the truck. That's easier. Um, anyway, yeah. here we go. All right, Michael, ask, answer, or both?
7: Uh, both. Okay, which one do you want to uh, answer? I w-
6: want to answer that with her All
1: right, it's a true or false, Michael. Here's the question. True or false? Asbestos was used to simulate snow in the original 1939 movie, The Wizard of Oz, is that true or false? True. It is 100% true. Wow, I mean, we're, we're not, not clapping those no. no, we're not clapping that those little boys and girls yeah. would glow in the yeah. dark a few <laughs> years later. And- yeah.
0: How did you know that, Michael? I kind of knew.
1: Okay. Good. Well, yeah, that's a, it's, it's a, a lot of things have changed. It's amazing that a a lot of us of that generation drinking from a garden hose, riding on the, the back of the pickup, all of us in the back of the pickup truck, uh, asbestos raining down on you. If you're an actor or (laughs) an actress, some
0: good memories,
1: (laughs) good times, good times. My daughter, one of my daughters and I've been working on this playhouse and, uh, the, uh, When one of our kids, I think one of the grandkids, fell through the platform, my wife and everybody, throw that thing down. It's falling apart. Hey, it was just one leg. It maybe wasn't even their good leg. And I said, put some comb on there and just walk it off. Yeah. And, you know, comb, you got to be old to remember remember that. It still burns. Yeah. Hey, uh, Michael, what's your question for us?
6: Okay, which... Mm-hmm. This is for our solar system, which planet is closer to the earth in our uh in
3: which, our solar system all right so it, don't say it, anything don't is it, say anything wait, michael is it, as opposed to what well I, I think he's saying is it uh like Mars or Venus? So one of those, yeah, I As guess, closest is, to the Earth. Is closest to the Earth. I'm, I'm just gonna. Don't say anything, Michael. I, I'm gonna guess Mars. I think Mars is closer think, to us so than that's, Venus. That's
0: what you hear about us going to more yeah. someday. Mars. I'm a, what, JJ. You're from Kentucky.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> something we talked tell us about, about a the lot. Solar system. <laughs> that's JJ. That's right. <laughs> well, you got this orange, and you got these ping pong balls. <laughs>
7: <laughs> We're gonna say Mars. Actually that's wrong, it's Mercury because how they orbit the sun. Okay.
3: What wait, Mercury's but Mercury's closer to the sun than Venus, isn't
6: yes, it? Yes, but how they how they orbit the sun is a year and a half that Mercury's closer to Earth
7: than Oh. Other uh, two planets. Okay. Oh, oh, really? Hmm.
3: Huh. Okay. Hey, thank yeah. you. That's good. Good question, Mike. Yeah. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent question, Michael. Michael, and have a great weekend.
0: So he's saying that at some times in the year, that Mercury's closer than Mars
3: or Venus. I guess or Venus
0: is Venus closer than than Mars. Well, I mean, I,
3: w- growing up, we all right. learned, yeah. you know, the Mercury, order. Venus, Earth, Mars, and we're the third from the sun. Third Mm -hmm. I still
1: still have not gotten over them kicking Pluto out with nobody getting a vote. I don't know how that committee was formed. I don't know how you get that much power and authority to just wake up and after you've had your first morning cup of coffee said, I'm kicking Pluto (laughs) out of the solar Solar system. What if they kicked us out? Well, I mean, mean, who who even got to – I don't remember a debate on the – no. floor of the senate or anything that somebody right. said hey stop. i'm making this decision you guys follow my lead stop the steal <laughs> <laughs> it's just just all the trouble to rewrite the history books yeah that'd be enough reason just kicking hey, them out without we've, been, do- we've been doing this this long right. it's not like anybody's going to go there and visit right. Let's just keep things as they are
0: <laughs> you're listening to trivia friday on american family radio we're going to go to our break right now just a little bit early and then we're going to come back right here.
3: We're going to reset our questions. Reset our
0: questions, and we're going to the top of the hour with with uh, education, learning, all kinds of good stuff coming your way.
3: What Ed. are we trying to do, Ed? We're trying to make our students betterer, betterer, smarterer, smarterer and awesomer, and awesomer. I almost that's forgot. One
1: question at a time. <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. our
3: goaler, right
0: there, <laughs> to do what Ed just said. We'll be back in a minute. Stay with us.
3: I'd like to take a minute and have a heart-to-heart with you. If you're able, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? My strong heartbeat reminds me that I'm alive. See, it's the same for an unborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception and at just three weeks is already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. That's where Preborn steps in, rescuing 200 babies every day from abortion simply by providing a mother with a free ultrasound and allowing her to hear her child's heartbeat and see their perfectly formed body in the womb. By six weeks, eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her thumb. Preborn needs our help to save these precious souls. For just $28, you could be the difference between the life or death of a baby. All gifts are tax deductible. To donate, just dial pound 250 and say the keyword, baby. That's pound 250, baby, or donate securely at preborn.com. That's preborn.com. If you're like most of us, you're paying way too much for health care. That's why I want to tell you about a ministry that has been meeting the health care needs of hundreds and thousands of Christians, and that's Christian Health Care Ministries, chministries.org. Christian Healthcare Ministries is cost-sharing made easy. For over 40 years, this unique model has allowed believers to choose their own doctors without worrying about networks or waiting periods, since they are not insurance, but a faith-based alternative to insurance. Members not only get advantages from the affordability, flexibility, and reliability of CHM, but they also receive access to 24-7 telehealth services at no additional cost. It's no surprise that doctors across the country appreciate working with CHM, and so will you. It all starts with a visit to org slash AFR. That's org slash AFR. Christian Healthcare Ministries is the longest-serving health-share ministry serving all 50 states. Share the good news with a friend, too. com slash AFR. Make the switch today with anytime enrollment.
5: The end of the Civil War was near when quite accidentally our hero who sneezed abruptly seized retreat and reversed to victory. He's peddled along and thrilled his proud little family group. But getting in on, some blood was spilled and so it was planned command F Troop. All in the right. Is that from the 60s?
3: Yeah, I think 60s is probably... Uh Late sixties, maybe into the early seventies. You know that choir know. right there. They had another hit, the Gilligan's Island
0: theme, right there. Same were, group, yeah, same, same, same group. group. They
3: were.
1: They went group. on to become the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So they, three, they really that was their totally, early start. That was right? their early days. That's yeah. right. That was on the B side. <laughs> yes, <laughs> those little forty-five. Yes. records.
0: All right, uh, trivia Friday is on American Family Radio. Let's repeat our questions and go back to the phones. Ed. All
3: right, here are my three questions. We've all probably experienced. Day Deja vu. We Experienced deja vu. We have. Vu. We have. Uh, but what does the word deja vu literally mean in French? It's and a, and have a French you ordered face. that
1: at a French restaurant yes. when you're looking
3: at the I, pictures I ordered on it the twice menu. one time. When, uh, one time. I got that. Yeah. I, I, it feels like I've had this before. Uh, second question, what is the capital of Taiwan? Mm-hmm. And third question, a sloth is actually a great swimmer and can hold its breath underwater. Four times longer than a
1: dolphin. Is that true or false? All right, that's it. Old Testament Bible question. King Jehoshaphat, was he king over Israel or Judah? King Jehoshaphat, is he a king over Israel or Judah? Second question, Veterans Day, Mm -hmm. which is tomorrow. A lot of celebration today and Monday with parades and things. We honor and salute those of you who have served, who currently serve. But Veterans Day went by another name until it was changed in 1954. My question, what did Veterans Day used to be called? And then I'll add a question. We were talking about games and things, shows uh, shows from the 60s. This game was a big hit in the 60s and 70s. It included a mat with large, colorful dots and used people as the playing pieces. Name it. Good question. A lot of intrigue right there. The mystery runs deep. Well, only baby boomers. My qu- here's my only, only baby boomers will get that. Any of the young whippersnappers have no idea what right, I just my said. My question
0: to follow up on that is two plus two <laughs> equal. I'm just picking on you there, JJ. So, JJ, re- repeat that it question. I here. think it bears repeating. Yeah, it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a deep dive in trivia.
1: This game was a big hit mm. in the 60s and 70s. It included a mat mm-hmm. with large, colorful dots. Do you want me to say what color of the dots? <laughs> and it used people as the playing pieces. <laughs> Name that popular game. Yeah. Well,
3: Tim, you go ahead and mock his easy mm-hmm. question and then ask yours that are just absolutely <laughs> impossible to answer. <laughs>
1: Not not just impossible right. to answer. He couldn't even explain it.
0: I do, I, I deserved that. I did that. I, I deserved that. I would have done it to myself. Could I have? That was ridiculous. What I did earlier in the hour just killed two minutes. All right, here are my here's. I'm gonna give my two questions. Uh, the top by, name me. This is for an Afr travel mug. If you can get this right without tra- without looking it up. Good on you, and we'll send you an AFR tra- stainless steel travel mug. I want to know. I tell you what, I'll do four of the five. I'll, I'll take eighty percent. I want four of the five uh, most uh, languages by total number of speakers in the world.
3: Okay, I thought Good. you were gonna. I, I know. Gonna I, get I, sidetracked. <laughs> I,
0: it's very easy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't get sidetracked much. <laughs> Hey, hand me that over there. <laughs> that shiny
5: thing. <laughs> Squirrel! Oh, wait
0: a minute. Back to questions. Right. Does everybody understand the question? Yes. yes, sir. Okay. Number two, what part of the brain deals with hearing and language? There is a What's part. What's that? You remember that back in uh, high school, biology class. Well, I think we learned this. What part of the brain deals with hearing and language? Okay. Here we go to the phones, Ed.
3: All right, let's go to Virginia. What do you say, guys? Linda is on the line. Linda, welcome to Trivia Friday.
2: Thank you. I've tried and tried to get through to you guys, and not lucky today. Well, that's wonderful. What, that's what my
0: wife said. What I've tried and tried to get through to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not having any luck.
3: <laughs> Trying to get through.
0: <laughs> Trying to get
3: through. I keep knocking on the door, but no one appears to if be home. You turn the game off. We might have a better marriage here. Uh, no,
0: uh, yeah. Lynn, th- Thanks for calling, and uh, we're well, thank you for uh, your persistence. Now, you want to ask, answer, or, or both? Both. Okay. Which one do you want to answer?
2: I want to answer J.J.'s question about Veterans Day. As my father is a veteran uh, uh, from Korean War, he served in 1951 to 1953.
1: Well, we're thankful for his his service. Yes. Let's honor him.
2: Do you want his first name or last name? Uh, Both. both. His name is Gratt Champ. G-R-A-T-C-H-A-M-P.
0: Wonderful. Is he still living or...
2: Yes, sir, he is. He's 94 years old. He'll be
6: 95 in January. Wow. That's
1: remarkable. All right. Well, thank you for being a sweet daughter and honoring his service. Here's the question. Veterans Day went by another name until it was changed in 1954. Linda, what did it used to be called? Armistice Day. Armistice Day. That's right. It was changed in 1954 in a little commentary. The name may have changed, but the purpose remains the same. Veterans Day is a time to honor the valor and dedication of American veterans, and we just encourage you to join American Family Association, American Family Radio, and saying thank you to those who used to serve and currently serve. We uh, say thank you and we salute you. All
3: right, Linda, I, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to put an uh, AFR travel mug on the line if you can explain what why it was named Armistice Day?
2: Um, I know that um, President Eisenhower did that. I'm not sure as to the reason behind it, but I know it was Eisenhower that did it.
3: Okay, uh, I, I was uh, the the reason was uh, November 11th was the day that the armistice ending World War
1: One was mm-hmm. was signed. And in nineteen twenty six is when it was recognized yeah. as Armistice Day. I tried to get you a <clears throat> yeah. travel mug, so well, hey I
2: know you did. I would have given it to my dad.
1: Yeah, well, good for you. Yeah. All right. Kids. All
3: right, uh, Linda. Uh, All right. Uh, you, you, you're, you're, you're yeah, now I you're mean, clutching. You're clutching at yeah, my heart here. Yeah.
1: Tugging at those heartstrings. That's Patriotic right. heartstrings. Ed's going to say
3: no to a veteran. <laughs> no, I'm not going to good. say no to a veteran. Now, uh, so, Linda, we are going to send your dad. Right, a travel. You'll make it
0: to your dad, right, Linda? Okay.
3: <laughs> yes, you can't keep it, <laughs> Linda. Right. right. You got to give it to your dad. I know. I know. And uh, so, when we're finished with you here on the air, please hang on. I'll put you on hold. Cindy Roberts will come and get your information, uh, and well, you, and we will send the travel mug. Now, folks, I'm just going to say, I'm sure there are a lot of other uh, veterans who have served our country faithfully. We can't send. <laughs> A travel mug to everyone, but Linda played me like a fiddle, and so she's going to get And it worked. And it worked, absolutely. (laughs) It was going to be for my dad. Oh, my goodness.
1: Hey, Linda, we're having fun. A 94-year-old
3: Korean
1: veteran. The dad
3: was going to say, no,
1: can't do it. Hey, we are seriously grateful for the service. A lot of parades, a lot of uh, classes where the school kids are reminded to honor the veterans. But now, Linda, what's your question for us?
2: Okay, my question, and what I'm looking for is the name of this of a person. Um, I'm going to read some scripture here. It's 2 Samuel 4.4. 4. And Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. He was five years old when the tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel. And his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to pass, as she made haste to flee, that he fell and became lame. lame.
1: What was the name of this child? Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, yeah. Mephibosheth. It's Mephibosheth.
7: Yeah, that's right. That's right. T- and that's a, that's, that is right. A, that's
1: a beautiful story,
3: too, because David took care of mm-hmm. the son of Jonathan. I think he let him eat at the,
1: the table. king's table. King's table. Uh, several layers to that because Jonathan and David had a covenant relationship. And basically, hey, let's be blood brothers. If anything happens to you, I'll take care of your family. Same with me. Don't forget me then he demonstrated his faithfulness he says is there anybody left in the house of Saul you know well Jonathan's son and shared that story you just read and he said go find him and then he he let him he said you're gonna stay and just be like one of my own and eat at the King's table yeah beautiful beautiful story yeah and a great question Linda yes thank you Linda tell your dad thank, thank you. you for us God bless you thank you for listening to AFR and- And we're going to put
3: you on hold, Linda, and uh, Cindy will get your information and we'll send you an AFR travel mug for your dad. So, Hmm. All right, we go to Georgia, and Fran is on, on the line. Fran, welcome to Trivia Friday. Thank you. Thank you, Fran. Where do you live
0: in
6: Georgia? We live in Warner Robins, Georgia.
1: Okay. Great area and thinking about Veterans Day, nice base there. A lot of lot of military families there, aren't there? Which, uh, base, Fran? Is, which
6: there base are is, which, base is, which
1: base is that, Fran?
6: Robins Air Force Robins okay. Air Force Base. And we are one of those.
1: <clears throat> Amen. Thank you. They say a family to a, a person that serves, a military person. They say the family nearly makes an equal sacrifice. Right. So uh, thank you for all the families that support those in uniform. Fran, you want to ask answer or do both?
6: I will ask. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, go ahead, right. Fran.
6: Who was the first U.S. president to be inaugurated on January 20th?
0: Okay. All right. Oh, that's a let great us, question. Let's talk amongst ourselves here. That tradition.
3: I have no idea on this. Yeah.
6: Bonus points if you get the year.
0: Yeah, uh, okay, so are we talking uh, uh, like 1800s, right? I'm trying to narrow down the century.
6: <laughs> oh, okay. You're in the wrong century.
1: Yeah. Oh. Right, if we're not even the right it's, century, it's the I guess we're not going to. I'm going to say, gonna, say I'm gonna, wait I'm gonna a second, say,
3: wait a second. Isn't that in the Constitution? We don't pay attention to that anymore. I'm know. wondering if it was. Uh, I wonder if it was George Washington hey, in the 1700s. Let's say
0: George Washington. Yeah, I'm going to say Woodrow Wilson. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. Just, All right. just to be different. Okay. All right. So we got t- two oh, answers on goodness. the board. Two. Two. And George either Washington. of us close.
6: Um. Tim was closer. It was FDR in 1937, his second inauguration. Oh, what did they do before that? Well, they did it on March 4th. Um, George Washington was the only president, his first term, to be inaugurated on April 30th. And then the 12th Amendment was added and made it permanently March 4th until 1937. It was made January 20th by the 20th Amendment
5: there's a deal. And if that sounds confusing to you, the government mixing all them dates and all that, that's why the daylight savings time is still around. <laughs> for the exact same reason.
0: I want to know, so you're talking about uh FDR did that, Second 1936? Term. Uh maybe. Yes. He was a Democrat, right? Yeah. Yeah.
6: Well, well, I'm just they thinking, wanted it closer to the time that they got elected. Yeah, and prior there weren't, you know, transportation was. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know, and I also easy. think FDR was thinking, <laughs> I, I want to see if these little weenies from the south can can come and <laughs> and, and sit outside in January in DC <laughs> and go through this. I think that's going to be funny to watch. You think that factored in Ed? I don't know. It could have. Okay. All right, way uh, to go, Fran. Good Thank question. You. Great, great question. All right, you're listening to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Real quickly, I said real quickly because I just had deja vu. Just had deja vu. We're going to repeat our questions. Repeat our questions. That, that,
3: that repeat our questions. here to Here to four. Going unanswered. All right, we've all probably experienced deja vu, oh, but yeah, what does the word deja vu literally mean in French? It's a French phrase. What does it mean? Second question, what is the capital of Taiwan? And third question, a sloth is actually a great swimmer and can hold its breath underwater four times longer than a dolphin. Is that true or false?
5: Here's the deal. You go on vacation with a family, you know you're going to want to eat seafood, but then occasionally they'll say, y'all want to sign up for this charter (laughs) sloth-watching cruise? They do it right here at sunset, and we can just go along and look where the sloths gather.
3: Yeah. It's a, it, I, I've actually seen that. When they come up out of the water.
1: That's right. And
3: spew water all over the ship. Well, and it's, it's
1: kind of like synchronized, like you yes. see these synchronized uh, swimmers <laughs> synchronized in the Olympics. Synchronized yeah, Coming up When they crash that water, when yeah. they and and it's just it's the most really graceful. Inspir- it's slow. I mean, we're not going to lie about it. They're <laughs> yeah. moving really, really slow. Yeah. It's not a real big wake, but it, they do move some water around. It's, and it's, I- it's inspirational. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And I'll tell you, when you're on a cruise, there's nothing better than a family sitting down to have supper and having a nice sloth right there on the plate yes. with some
1: clams mm-hmm. around yes. it. And Thank mm-hmm. you for that, Ed. This An apple in, <laughs> 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 not ga- not it. apple in the mouth.
0: Not going Apple in the mouth. Here's what I've got.
1: First question from the Bible. King Jehoshaphat, was he a king over Israel or Judah? Yeah. Second question. Uh, that Tim mocked me about, about, but it's still on the board. Right, get ready, people! <laughs> you know it's still here. Here we go. <laughs> this game was a big hit in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s. It included a mat with large, colorful dots and used people as the playing pieces. Name that popular oh, game. And then I'll add one. Which first lady was famous for for her pillbox hats? Which U.S. president first lady was? Famous for her pillbox hats. She also played that game you're talking about. <laughs> there, she's very very good at that. They're at the White House. Yeah,
0: they're at the White House <laughs> on the lawn. <laughs> on the White House lawn.
1: <laughs> My turn? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh,
0: I want the top five languages, four of the top five languages by total number of speakers in the world. World,
1: people.
3: Yeah, the I know,
0: whole
1: wide world. I know six is Pig Latin. But you're looking for five or four of the five. Four of the
0: five top languages by total number of speakers in the world. And if they can get it without looking it up. You get an AFR travel mug. AFR stainless steel travel mug coming your way. Or
1: if you've got somebody in your family that was in the military.
0: (laughs) You mean they'll get a mug?
1: <laughs>
0: I was going to say, you can take all those <laughs> orders, JJ. Yeah, we'll so turn we can, you over to Sydney Roberts. Yeah, man, we'll She'll stay, start taking names now. Stay on Saturday afternoon. Uh, all right, so my other question is, what part of the brain deals with hearing and language? What part of the brain deals with hearing and language? Here we go. We head back to the phone.
3: All right, go back to Texas, and David is on the line. David, welcome to Trivia Friday.
4: Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning to you, sir. Hey, wow. brother David. Where do you I live? In, where do you live rooms? in Texas?
4: Well, I'm glad to hear my friend John move from Cut and Shoot to Tyler, because that's where I am. That's
1: right. Okay. This is this is Doctor David. Hey, Doc.
4: Hey, happy happy Veterans Day. My father, who is no longer living, served in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam, and I want to thank all the veterans for their service, living, deceased, and active. Amen. Amen. Wow, he served in three
1: wars? Wow. Yeah. Now, David, wasn't your father a pilot, or was that your brother? Yeah,
4: he was a pilot and flew out of the Philippines in World War II and then flew in Korea. And uh, did not fly in Vietnam, but he was at an Air Force base there. But uh, okay, Tim, I want to answer your question about the, uh, the area of the brain.
0: Yes, the uh, question, David, is is here we go for people who are just now joining us. That uh, David's about to answer is
1: now should he answer this as a physician or re- recuse himself?
0: Uh, <laughs> no,
3: hey. <laughs> Well, if he answers as a physician, he better get it right. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: yeah, yeah. All right, what part of the, uh, David, what part of the brain deals with hearing and language?
4: You know, Tim, that's a very interesting question. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, are you looking uh, it up right left- now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know
6: no, what no, you're doing, <laughs> David. You're looking through your,
4: medical,
0: left- uh, your it-
4: medical book from college right there. The left frontal lobe is called Broca's area, B-R-O-C-A, Broca's area, and that deals with um, speech and language, Okay. but there's also an area in the a different part of the brain that deals with uh, hearing, uh, but I'm going to go with Broca's area, defi- described by <sighs> Paul Broca, a French surgeon in 1861.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with your answer. <laughs> uh, the answer I have is temporal lobe. Is that okay. the same
4: thing? No, the frontal lobe is in front of the temporal lobe. But uh, like I said, there when you map the brain, there are different areas that kind of overlap. Yeah. Uh, but I think if usually when someone has a stroke and they can't, Right. understand language or speak language. They, it's considered Broca's area. But gotcha. that Like I said, that's a very interesting question. Yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah. Okay.
5: Here's the deal. My friends, uh, they've been telling me I need to get a lobotomy, which that's a no-brainer. <laughs>
3: oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, sorry uh, you had to hear that, okay. uh, yeah. Dr. David.
0: Uh, but so what part My of the question. brain deals with hearing and language? Answer I had is temporal lobe, but you're you're saying uh, it's a very interesting question because it also involves another part of the brain, which you described. yeah the frontal
4: lobe and temporal lobe are both involved. Yeah, got gotcha. you. All okay, right, here's my question right. for you. Go. Here's my question for you, men. Nineteen veterans have won the Medal of Honor twice. This is a true or false question. Wow. George Custer and his brother Thomas Custer won the medal of honor twice is that true or false
0: george custer and his
4: brother you said
0: thomas custer
1: correct we can all agree even though we don't know the answer we can all agree they got a wonderful pie the family did a great (laughs) job with that dessert those custer pies yes but now to the point uh to david's Uh. point uh, I'm, I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to say, yes, and little big horn, you know, you're going to have to give him something, you know, kind of like, a, uh, everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay.
4: The answer is false. Thomas Custer, George's younger brother. won it was the first person to ever win the medal of honor twice. George did not win the medal of honor but they both died at the Battle of Little Bighorn.
3: Okay, so did uh, his brother get a medal for that, for dying there, fighting there? Or, or
4: No, he won two medals of honor, one in the Civil War and one in um, an Indian War. Okay. But George, Thomas Custer, George's younger brother, was the first – recipient
1: twice okay that's interesting that
3: wow.
4: pretty, that's pretty cool
1: yes, yeah it is
0: yeah it is last oh. thing george custer said was i'm feeling good about it
3: <laughs> feeling good about our chances <laughs> <laughs> that's dark that is dark all right D- uh david that joke came straight from the
1: temporal lobe
3: of yes, uh, tim did. wildman so yes it
4: did <laughs> david, so, have a great weekend right, you right, too kid. buddy you thanks too. for listening
1: to afr come see us Hey um where are you are you going to be uh anywhere uh traveling? Uh you know I'm filling in for a couple of churches. I got a corporate thing on Monday but not you Corporate what I,
0: thing what is that?
1: Uh you know uh how a lot of corporations Where they forced to go? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but they forced? get a free meal and they're forced to hear some entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And that'll be you. That's that's going to be me. Yeah. Last spring I did a handful of those, which uh, as
0: opposed to like a church event or a youth event.
1: That's right. Uh, you get a corporate event. And you know, gotcha. here's what's happened over the years: they get like a trashy comedian, and they got an open bar, and then yeah. it's a disaster. If it's a Christmas party or a team building thing or an awards banquet, and then they're doing more family friendly things because I think I did about three this past spring, and then I've got one on Monday where hey, let's get a good, clean comedian, inspirational speaker. And then nobody is insulted or shocked. Well, and all the uh,
3: in the, the increasing involvement of HR yes. in, in terms of corporations. What could go wrong if you have an open bar and a bunch of people getting and plastered? A raunchy, and a raunchy and comedian. A raunchy, raunchy That's comedian. right.
1: Well, and plus, uh, it, it speaks volumes for the company to say, hey, we want something wholesome. We want something yeah. inspirational. And, you know, awards banquets and things like that, everybody it's kind of the same. Here's who's retiring. Here's you know, who's been here five years, 10 years, and you get a great meal, but then to have a, you know, it's a blessing for me to be able to encourage them. They know it's not going to be a church service, but I do like to just share a little nugget, a little devotion, you know, five minutes at the end.
3: Yeah. Amen. Hey folks, I do want to let you know before we got a break coming up, but uh, I do want to let you know that it is time for Operation Christmas Child. You're going to be hearing this on American Family Radio a lot through November 20th, so pack your shoebox now with any standard size shoebox. Drop it off during the third week of November. This year, that's November 13th through the 20th. I believe that's next. Uh, starting next week. Shoeboxes will be collected across the country at more than 4,500 drop-off locations. For more information about that, visit SamaritansPurse.org OCC. That stands for Operation Christmas Child. That's SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC to learn more and to find a drop-off location near you. A lot of churches are doing the hard work for you, picking it up, but you can still go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC to figure out what you need to pack inside that shoebox. All right, we're going to take a short break for news. We'll be back with Trivia Friday.